0: I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Anand Zaki and Anand, do the banks need more or need to do more to fight fraud? Kia ora, Ben, well the banking industry is working together to fight fraud and scams but the approach may need some tweaks when it comes to how they continue to share links with customers. Retail banks have agreed to stop sending text links to customers as fraudsters will often impersonate a financial institution with fake text messages containing links that can be used to steal a customer's identity and money. Nona Peltier has more. Some ASB Securities customers received unsolicited phone calls on Friday afternoon asking if they would like to receive a link to an online presentation. A customer who received one of the calls immediately thought it was a scam and phoned the bank, which confirmed it was a legitimate call. The Banking Association says it's looking into the matter, while ASB Securities has been asked to explain the rationale for approaching customers in this way. The government's cybersecurity team, CERT, is also looking into the matter. The New Zealand Superfund is stressing the importance of continuing to receive government contributions to the fund ahead of a change in government. The previous national-led government suspended contributions between 2009 and 2017 following the global financial crisis. But prior to this year's general election, Nationals finance spokesperson Nicola Willis committed to continuing contributions. The Superfund's chief executive, Matt Winneray, says when the contributions were suspended last time, it cost the country more than $18 billion.
1: One of the challenges about, for example, deciding to suspend contributions is we know that it's very hard to decide to start them again. And of course, we didn't see that happen until there was another change of government. So uh, so we, we think that's important, and, and it's especially important because A quirk of our legislation sees us paying tax, which is relatively uncommon for sovereign wealth funds. And so because of that, if you suspend contributions, you're not actually just suspending you're actually withdrawing money from the fund because we expect to pay tax over time.
0: That's the Superfund's chief executive, Matt Winarey. Sinlay Milk's chair has resigned with immediate effect as the company continues to underperform. It comes a week after the company entered binding arbitration with the specialty dairy company A2 Milk over its decision to cancel Sinle's exclusive supplier agreement. Kim Moody reports. The chair and independent director Simon Robertson has resigned from the company after less than a year in the role, best described as a challenging period for Sinley. The company gave no reason for his departure in a brief statement to the NZX stock market, but thanked him for his service. The surprise resignation follows the recent cancellation of Sinley's exclusive supply rights for A2 Milk's infant formula. A2 says the company's delivery levels have fallen below the required standard. While Sinlay is legally challenging A2's decision, it is still making infant formula for A2 under a three-year rolling term contract. And independent director Paul McGilvery has been appointed acting chair until Sinlay appoints a permanent replacement. A new report by European tax tax experts shows the world's super-rich are still able to pay low tax rates despite a decade's worth of effort to reduce tax evasion. The report by the Paris-based EU Tax Observatory says billionaires are operating on the border of legality in using shell companies to avoid tax. And it says if the 3,000 wealthiest individuals paid 2% in tax... It would raise nearly a quarter of a trillion dollars. The chief investment officer at M&G Wealth Investments, Shanti Kalaman, says little progress has been made in taxing the uber-wealthy.
1: You still have issues with money, you know, in shell companies in different places around the globe. And it talks about having some universal standards to try to tax wealth across the world. There's been some success recently with having a minimum level of corporation tax, which was agreed a couple of years ago. But it's been difficult to implement that. And I think, you know, having the proposal versus implementing it, we probably have a long way to go to get there to actually do anything that that's tangible and real and that we can get consensus across the globe.
0: That's Shanti Kellerman of MG Wealth Investments. And the EU Tax Observatory is now calling on global leaders to use next year's G20 Summit to launch talks over a global minimum 2% annual tax to be levied on the wealth rather than the income of the world's richest people. Well, time now to check in on the financial markets, and we're joined by Brad Gordon of Hobson Wealth. Good afternoon, Brad. Good afternoon, Anand like a short week of trading. How are we looking uh, on the first day locally?
1: Yeah, well, a fairly weak open, um, but that though it has recovered since Australia's opened. The NX50 growth index is currently down 30 points at 10,964, but that's on the back of a, a couple of quite weak uh, US days, um, Friday and Monday, so NZX 50 playing a little bit of catch up there. Uh, amongst the majors, Auckland International Airport down $0.09 cents at $7.55. Contact Energy down $0.08 cents at $7.80. Chorus down $0.19 cents at $7.31. e is up $0.07 cents at $34.19 after um, reiterating guidance at its uh, AGM today. Fletcher Building is up $0.12 cents at $4.45. Fisher & Pako Healthcare is up $0.30 cents at $20.93, and that's after Philips, one of um, Fisher & Healthcare's competitors, stating overnight that they're seeing no impact off from these weight loss drugs, GLP-1. So um, uh, slightly, uh, a slight bid there for, for Fisher and Parkour Healthcare. Heartland Group up $0.03.68. Mercury <coughs> up $0.04 at $5.89. Meridian up two cents at $4.87. Main Break down $0.12 at 61 dollars Ryman down $0.19 at 5 dollars 60 And Spark down $0.04 at $4. 93
0: And how is it looking over in Australia? The,
1: 50, oh, sorry, the S&P ACX 200 uh, index has actually um, opened with a reasonable bid, up 27 points or 0.4% at 6,871. Uh, banks and majors, the banks have actually held up reasonably well through this uh, recent volatility. ANC Bank up $0.06 cents at $25.28. BHP Billiton up $0.25 cents at 43.61. cents Commonwealth Bank up $0.59 cents at $0.98.41. Um, And in healthcare, CSL um, up 20 cents at $2.3698.
0: And that takes us to the New Zealand dollar. And Brad, can we also have interest rates, oil and gold?
1: Sure. The New Zealand dollar is buying 92.33 Australian cents, 58.49 US cents against the Japanese yen at 87.58. Against the Great Britain pound sterling at 0.4775 and against the euro at point. 5483. The New Zealand trade weighted index is at 69.6. And moving on to fixed income, uh, oil and gold. Uh, the 90-day bank bill rate is at 5.69%. 10-year government bond rate at 5.56%. Brent crude is at 89.83 US dollars, and spot gold is at 1,977 US dollars.
0: Kia ora Brad, that's Brad Gordon of Hobson Wealth with our market update.